Welcome to the Christian O'Connell Show podcast. The letter U is this week's letter in our A to Z of the 80s. A, B, C, Today's letter is letter U. Christian O'Connell's U of the 80s. As in, you really don't want that couch. Uh, 14 minutes now, Rio's been stood by a couch that no one has stopped by to have a look at. All right, the letter U. Before we get into the rest of the uh, 80s and the letter U, yesterday, the movie of the week for Jackie Boy to watch, who's a child of the 90s, I uh, got him to watch a great movie, Oscar-winning movie by Brian De Palma, gangster movie, Kevin Costner, Sean Connery, and a very young Andy Garcia. The great story of Elliot Ness taking down Al Capone's crew, The Untouchables. Do you remember this from 1987? Robert De Niro is Al Capone. There is violence in Chicago, of course, but not by me and not by anybody I employ, and I'll tell you why, because it's not good business. Kevin Costner is Elliot Ness. I have sworn to put this man away with any and all legal means at my disposal, and I will do so. Sean Connery is Jimmy Malone. You want to get Capone? Here's how you get him. That, that you pulls a knife, you pull a gun. He sends one of yours to the hospital, you send one of his to the morgue. That's the Chicago way. What a movie. I remember seeing this at cinema with my buddies. Kevin and Graham and me, and we love this movie. I can't believe that won an Oscar. Wow. And I'm just looking. You're right. It won can't four. Believe it. It's a great story. It won story. four Oscars. Yeah, rightly wow. so. People are easier to impress in the 80s. No, this is a great movie. No, this no, This stands no, no, up no. now. Some bits don't, but this is a great movie. Why didn't you care for it? I can't believe with the great actors who were in it. Heavyweights. It was so lame. I even Lame? Even the great Robert De Niro, who's... He, Brilliant one of my favourite actors. No, I Did didn't like know? him. I didn't he bumped like him. up for it. It was one of the first movies he put on a lot of weight. No, he was like a kid playing a gangster in a high but school that's play. That's what Al Capone was like. Was like a tyrant kid. No, no, he was no. Sean Connery, Kevin Costner, Robert De Niro didn't like any of them. Only like the mean young. You didn't like any of them. First of all, right. Um, let's just get into Kevin Costner. I will agree. Right. I watched it back last week. He's a snooze fest, isn't he? Okay, he's the main character who's meant to take down Capone. I love Kevin Costner, but in this movie, he's like a real square, he's isn't he? He's cardboard. Just he is. nothing about his character. You don't really even believe There's a bit in it where he's just leading the crew. They're all sort of locked and loaded, right? He's got. He's finally got all of his gang, his men, to take down Al Capone. They're going to go and kick in some warehouse, and everyone's like, yeah, we're going to do this. It's the start of it. And Kevin Costner just goes... He cocks his like shotgun. He goes, "Let's do some good." It's like the lamest <laughs> line. I would have, if I was Sean Connery, I would have punched him on the spot and kicked him out the van. <laughs> That's the Chicago way. Costner at the start of the film gets bad press. He's the new federal agent in town. He gets bad press because the raid that he did is bungled, and he takes the headline from the newspaper and pins it up on the corkboard behind his desk. That is called motivation. Bianca said, "That's something Christian would do." <laughs> <laughs> I have done that. You know, there's a, a rival boss who said something about me. I wrote it on a post-it note and I had it for a year. Maybe that's why I like this movie. It's a man who's on a vengeance. Let's just talk about Kevin Costner, right? Okay, if you didn't like the cause, what about Sean Connery, though? Yet again, what Sean showed in this movie playing a uh, Chicago cop is Sean Connery's probably got a greater range of accents than any other actor. I mean, here he is when he was a Russian submarine commander. Russian, sounding so Russian. And once more, we play our dangerous game. A game of chess against our old adversary, 
the American Navy. So Russian and that, and there he is now, he's, he's working for a Spanish king. Greetings. <laughs> I am Juan Sanchez Villalobos Ramirez. You don't sound like it, mate. Chief metallurgist to King Charles V of Spain. And here he is in Chicago. Want to get Capone? Here's how you get him. He pulls a knife, you pull a gun. He sends one of yours to the hospital, you send one of his to the morgue. That's the Chicago way. And that's I, how you get this Capone. scene is incredible. In that church, it's a beautiful scene. That's the Chicago way. I, I honestly don't know if he thought he was from Chicago, if he was from Scotland originally, because he starts off with... Sean's more... been everywhere. He's he... been in a submarine. He's been time-traveling, working for that Spanish king as his chief metallurgist. When we first meet him, he has more of an American accent. Then it sort of shifts. It does back. change during the movie, doesn't <laughs> it? Does it? It gets back. a little bit frayed. I remember actually getting a little bit misty-eyed when Sean. I think we can. We don't have to go spoiler alert about a movie that came out in 1987. If you haven't seen it now, like, I haven't seen it. Screw you. What about this this scene here where he's gunned down, big old Sean? I don't like seeing this. Oh God. <sighs> Cowardly way they got as well. They lured him out of his apartment as well. No, listen to it again. This was another one of my most hated scenes. He's been shot more than a hundred times. Oh, so that God. we've cut they had it. Had to there. kill Sean. Shot. And he reacts like he stubbed his toe. This is acting. Because he's so tired. No, that's how you and I would do it. Not Sean Connery. Right? Not Sean. It, to him, it would just be like a paper cut. Yeah, it sounds like he got Whoa. a paper cut. Jesus, that's chafe. That is real. I'm going to put some Vaseline on that. That is chafed. And then, hell, it got, he sh honestly got shot from head to toe. Yeah. Riddled, times, riddled, riddled with, bullets. with bullets. He crawl, crawls. crawls for the whole length of his apartment. How big is that apartment? I mean, he's only on a measly salary as a Chicago cop. And yet the apartment is like three times the size of Buckingham Palace. Blood all over everywhere. <laughs> he's doing a commando crawl. Ruining that apartment. The cleanup job for the rest of the crew is awful. And then he's still there when Kevin Costner gets you've there. Got to be an ups that's upsetting, isn't it? You love Sean. In no, it, no, I didn't like him. How can you not love no, Sean in I, any I didn't movie? like him. He was too cliche. All his, all his motivational speeches to the team... I was like, what? What does that even mean? I don't like what I'm hearing. And then what about the uh, the final scene when they're at the railway station? It's so brilliantly shot with the lady in the pram. <laughs> I hear sniggering. Can you hear sniggering? The lady in the pram, Costner, the clock, the crew, the clock, the lady in the pram, back to the clock. It's so tense with all the characters World's there hiding, waiting. World's slowest ever Drama scene in a movie. tension. And what about the scene with the pram? Kadoom. Kadoom. Slow motion. Kudung going down the steps. Kudung, kudung, kudung. Costner tries to grab it. He's prepared because he's a moral man to give away the whole secret operation just to rescue that uh, lady's baby. And then bang, the who's got it underneath? Garcia. <laughs> that pram coming down the stairs was slower. One than of my favourite movies. You see those slow-mo clips of people using a super slow-mo camera to film like a water balloon exploding. Mm -hmm. It was even slower than that. Well, ten we were, minutes. We were ahead of TikTok with Untouchables. Okay? Ten minutes for that pram we were ahead to come of, down the yeah, stairs. Tension, tension, tension. <laughs> Sean dying in eighteen stages, and then that pram scene with Garcia. You got it, didn't you? Go. That's cool. When he's suddenly there, he's got it. Also, he I don't need you, cause. Garcia's got it. Gar Andy Garcia was my only likable character, and I did like that bit where he's pinned under the pram and he takes out the bad guy. I haven't liked this review. One bit has actually been the most truculent one from you. Marks out of 10 for the great um, Untouchables. Three out of 10. By the end of it, I was actually saying, no. let's just finish this up. Oh, God, this is really upsetting, right? We're not going to talk about this anymore. We're going to move on. The Christian O'Connell Show Podcast.
If you just tuned in, I am glad you didn't hear the last 15 minutes of blasphemous radio. That's what it is when Jack took down, gave a measly 3 out of 10 to the great movie, Oscar-winning movie, The Untouchables. Judy's with you, Jackie boy. I'm with Jack. Sean Connery's shockingly bad. He's shockingly great in The Untouchables. I can't believe he won the best supporting actor. Yeah, damn right. (laughs) I can't believe that. Damn right. That's the Chicago way. There must have been not a lot of films that year. How dare you. Come on, Jackie boy. Great movie. That's uh, someone else has texted in. Even your builder, mate, Clint, (laughs) has texted you during the show. He's bought, he said we might not be friends anymore. First it was Top Gun. Now it's Untouchables. Yeah. Maybe it's not the movies. Maybe you're the problem. Thank you, Clint. I, I, I'm with you 100% on this. Christian, the letter U for me and a lot of, uh, I think, you. this is Ultimate Warrior, 80s wrestler. Yeah, he was huge, one of the big, early big megastars. Known for defeating Hulk Hogan uh, for the WWF title. That's from uh, Justin. All right, the other thing to do with the, uh, the 80s and the letter U for me is, you know, sometimes there's certain things that you remember from your childhood, right? It might be something you had to learn by rote while you were at school, a monomic or something like that for the colours of the rainbow. Richard of York gave battle in vain. Oh, really? We had Roji Biv. Ah, right, okay, yeah, we were always taught, because it would be to do with the king of the UK. Uh, yeah, Richard of York gave battle in vain to remember the, are they called monomics? Yeah. It's how many is, yeah. The other thing I remember is, you know, that used to just, because we used to watch so much TV back then, my parents didn't care about me just sort of sitting in front of the TV. There wasn't a lot of kids' TV on, but there there were certain adverts where you would just... There's an advert, right, to do with the letter U for a... Do you remember, like, 80s and 90s, you had little cartons of drink? Yeah. You remember, and you get, like, a, the tiniest straw <laughs> yeah. in the world. Barely, yeah. like, a half a... 0.1 millimetre wide that you were sucking your eyeballs trying to get any liquid out of. And your mum would buy them in, like, a six-pack. Dirt cheap. Mustard didn't just be sugary kind of drinks, basically. Anyway, this one was called Umbungo. And it had this old cartoon advert. I still remember now, many, many years later, I still remember the first couple of lines way down deep in the middle of the Congo... A hippie, a hippo, took a apricot, guava, and a mango. I think this is it. Now the river was low and the boat... So that's not it. Way down deep in the middle of the Congo, a hippo took an apricot, a guava, and a mango. That's he started it. with the others and he danced a dicky tango. The rhino said, I know, we'll call it Umbango. Umbango, Congo. Still remember this, right? No reason why it's still in there. Struggle to remember phone numbers of my wife's mobile number, but the opening line, they drink, uh, they drink it way down deep in the Congo. I still remember that from the Umbango adverts. Do you remember any... Advert from your childhood, you could almost do from from memory. I can do the whole roof seal ad now. Roof seal was a a seal who walked around on your roof and cleaned up your mortar and your gutters. And this song went, "When your roof is getting lost between the lichen and the moss, and your mortar isn't where it ought to be, well, give it back its old appeal with a visit from Roof Seal one three hundred thirty six seven zero seven zero. This is amazing, right? I need to tell you this, listeners. Jack didn't look at any notes. You did that off by heart. Oh, and your roof is getting lost between the lichen and the moss When your mortar isn't where it ought to be And give it back that old appeal with a visit from Roof Seal one three hundred thirty six seven zero seven zero. Word for word. <laughs> word for word. All right, so what advert can you remember from your childhood? Whether you were a child of the 80s or 90s, what do you think you can remember Almost word for word. What can you have a go at? The Christian O'Connell Show Podcast.